listening to Muscles, Motherhood, and Motivation. I'm your host, Chloe Puff. Just sitting here in the pod lab, aka my car, because it's the only place I can close and lock the doors and have a relative amount of silence and no interruptions. So we'll see how this goes. I know everybody is probably thinking about the upcoming holidays. It is just that time of year. Thanksgiving is next on the list. It's just a couple days away. And I mean, personally, as a vegan, I could, you know, I could care less about Thanksgiving food and feasts because, quite frankly, um, there's not a whole lot of accommodation unless I'm the one making the meal. So it's not really a huge holiday for me personally, but I do know that you know, getting together with family, celebrating, eating, feasting, enjoying a meal together is a huge part of the holiday. And with that comes this general sense of worry about weight gain and sticking to your goals and also just being able to enjoy yourself. So how do we do it all? It feels freaking impossible. And I'll tell you what, it's because I don't think we're meant to have it all. So here's my take on how we can navigate through the holidays while honoring our bodies, sticking to our goals, and also enjoying ourselves, because that's the big thing, right? It's this constant mental battle of, do I eat what I want, or do I stick to my goals? And here's my answer for you. One day isn't going to destroy your hard work. One day is not going to undo everything that you've worked for. You consistently have to work hard to see results. And on the flip side of that, you consistently have to not try in order to lose those results. So it's not just going to be, you know, a one and done. Thanksgiving is not just going to ruin all your progress. It might it might feel like a setback, but the reality is your body your body is not going to react that harshly to one day. I think one of the biggest things is that instead of seeing it in that way, we tend to kind of give ourselves too much leeway and we use the holidays as an excuse to spend the entire season not doing anything except eating. But I feel like if maybe we were to shift our perspective a little bit and use it as an opportunity to continue to honor our bodies and making sure that we're still balancing movement with our favorite holiday meals is probably one of the better approaches to being able to make it through the holidays without feeling this overwhelming sense of guilt. Guilt seems to be the biggest thing here and the biggest trend based on what I'm hearing directly from clients and what I've experienced myself in the past. So think about it this way. Are your fitness goals time bound? For example, if you're training to be a fitness competitor and you have a, a bikini or bodybuilding competition coming up, obviously your holiday is going to look different because you have to make choices based on a strict regimen. But if you're just at the phase of your life where you are just generally trying to get more in shape, move your body, feel better about yourself, lose weight, those types of things, you're not time bound. I think really what we're unpacking here is there is an overall fear of weight gain. 
And I think I mentioned this before in a prior episode. What is it that makes us so afraid of being heavy? I think society tells us that if we gain weight, we are not as valuable as the thin versions of ourselves. And I think that's just bullshit. We know in our heart of hearts that no matter what size we are, we are valuable humans who deserve to love ourselves. And weight shouldn't change your level of self-love. If anything, it should it should just show you how unconditional your love for your body and for yourself is. It's not likely that one meal or even, you know, a holiday season is going to significantly impact your overall health and fitness goals as long as you have a reasonable plan in place to not just be in this phase of never-ending overindulgence. That is why being in, you know, the fitness space, seeing this huge dip in clients around this time of year because people would just rather give up than to figure out a solution that works for them and then just jump back in in the new year. But really, the negative impact there is that you are pausing on your habits. Remember, we talked about in a previous episode building habits, building sustainable habits. If you worked really, really hard all year to create healthy habits for your body, you can continue to practice those habits and those those practices that you've put in place throughout the holidays. But obviously, your habits and your lifestyle has to be flexible enough in order for it to be sustainable. So by breaking these habits and by kind of putting your lifestyle to a screeching halt in order to just say, screw it, I'm just going to eat whatever I want during the holidays, that's also going to set you back because then you're just going to have to work that much harder, not only, you know, in the gym or in the kitchen to make up for lost time, but you're also going to have to work very hard to reset those habits. And habits... Ooh, honey, habits are a lot harder to build and maintain than your weight. The only way that you can maintain your weight is by having strong habits in place. And in order to build habits, we talked about this, in order to build habits, you have to have a system, a routine that you start following, and eventually it'll become much easier and it'll just be a part of who you are rather than having to think about it so much. So again, if your goal isn't time-bound and you're not training for a major event where your physique is of the utmost importance to maintain, this is the podcast for you. Here are some practical approaches and solutions to being able to enjoy your holiday without overdoing it to the point where you feel this immense amount of guilt. My first piece of advice is to simply choose your favorite foods and start with that. I feel like in general, when we get together for holidays, everybody loves to cook. Like there's just so much, (laughs) there's so much food. I can tell you from my personal experience, especially because like my in-laws are Hawaiian, there is more than enough food for like five times the amount of people that actually end up coming to these events. So 
I know that the choices can feel absolutely overwhelming. So choose your non-negotiables, the things that you look at the table and you look at the spread and you go, oh my gosh, I don't think I can live without this pumpkin pie, whatever, pick your poison and go with that first. And when you, I know, (laughs) I'm sure you've heard the expression, you know, your eyes are bigger than your stomach. You start filling your plate and then by the time you're halfway through, you're already stuffed, but you're just trying to power through. (laughs) So my suggestion is start with a smaller plate. Start with a small plate, load it up with the things that you enjoy, and start with that. Although I don't feel it's necessary to trick your brain, that is kind of a proven a proven little hack to be able to use a smaller plate in order to trick your brain into recognizing fullness sooner. I have a really hard time with this topic just about holidays because I know my balance, but it's very difficult to explain the nuances sometimes of finding this balance. It's a balance of knowing what your body needs, but also honoring what it desires. So if you're looking at the dessert table and you're completely saying no and depriving yourself of those treats, oof, you're setting yourself up for, for failure because deprivation usually leads to cravings. When we say, I can't have that, we want what we can't have. Our brain is going to immediately send alarms off going, "Mm, girl, you want it, you want it, and then you wait so long and then you eat the entire pie instead of just one slice if you would have just gone with your craving initially, leaned into it a little bit, and allowed yourself to enjoy. If you're still worried about lack of self-control or your inability to be able to choose what you want, I would just try and switch and focus on the quality of what is available in front of you in terms of macronutrients and color. I'll tell you that. That has been one thing that has helped me feel full and like really satiated and satisfied with my choices is if I try to first choose my protein, make sure that, you know, I'm getting some sort of uh, substantial calories in my body and balancing that out with lots of color. I know typically with American Thanksgiving, it's a lot of like brown and beige and tan and white and everything's this neutral color palette. But if there's, you know, greens and reds and try and make your plate as colorful and rainbow inspired as possible. Generally speaking, when you choose colorful foods, you're choosing a variety of nutrients. Although I wouldn't necessarily say that holiday meals are nutritionally dense. It's the best way to ensure that you are serving your body with vitamins, minerals, all of those things that you need. However, make sure that you have at least one thing on your plate that breaks the rules and simply just makes you happy. Whether it's you know, a sugary treat or a big scoop of gravy on your mashed potatoes, you are allowed to have food that is not, air quotes, good for you. And like I said before, you don't need to use the holidays as an excuse to spend the entire season binging. But you can also keep in mind that what you eat and what you do for activity will either positively or negatively impact the way that you feel. So what about when the meal is all done, everybody's packing up their 
to-go containers and, you know, there's like an entire turkey still left and ham and pounds and pounds of potatoes and stuffing. And where does it all go? It goes home with us. So here, here's what I've done in the past that's worked for me because I don't like to waste food. You will not catch me throwing away anything <laughs> unless it's bad, of course, unless it goes bad at that point. One thing I like to do is portion out my leftovers. So I actually, like, I'll take them home however I take them home, you know, in big containers. But then when I get home, I actually like to separate them out into different meals to see, first of all, how much I have. You'll notice that you probably have way more than you need. And instead of just scooping like buffet style when you're ready for your next meal of leftovers, it's already portioned out for you. And usually when you're portioning it out, you're already still stuffed from the holiday meal. And so it's a nice way just to be able to look at your food a little more reasonably rather than you know, those hungry, oh my gosh, I've been waiting all year for this meal kind of mindset. By taking your leftovers home and putting them into meal prep containers to accommodate your needs, you're able to have a little more control over your portions, and you also have the ability to now add more home-cooked elements to balance it out. So for example, if if your meal prep, uh, your little Thanksgiving meal prep is just full of potatoes and turkey, maybe you can cook some vegetables to go with it or have a fresh salad or have some fresh fruit with it just to balance it out and make sure that you're getting some nutrients. So after the holiday, you're still able to enjoy the foods that you love while making sure that you're still serving your body. And if there's anything that you're able to freeze, freeze it. Use it as like a rainy day comfort food. And that way you don't have to eat it all week long. The other thing is if you don't trust yourself to not just eat everything that you take home um, or at least consume your leftovers at a reasonable rate, just take less. Take less home or, you know, pack it up, give it to some neighbors, some friends and family who maybe didn't get uh, some of that holiday indulgence. So let's come back to this idea of balance, this concept during the holidays because it is very difficult. We don't want to give up our joy, but at the same time, we don't want to sacrifice all our hard work. How do we navigate this? We have to find that place between giving ourselves permission to indulge on occasion versus never allowing ourselves to indulge and using indulgence as permission to do it way too often. You have to find the middle ground that works for you. What is the most sustainable? I'm going to drop a little truth bomb here. And some of you might feel personally called out, so I apologize in advance. But if you are finding yourself constantly guilty during the holidays because you are pushing so hard and your diet is restrictive and your workout programming is intense the rest of the year, you may want to reevaluate your fitness goals. In my opinion, and based on proven results, the people who choose a more sustainable approach to their health and their fitness typically will maintain those results. If you are essentially forcing yourself to either be 100% on or completely shut down, 
that that's a lot of that's a lot of stress. It's not just taxing on your mentality. It's also very taxing on your body to, you know, be pushing yourself and then to completely let go. So we need to define what is sustainable for us. And I know sometimes figuring out what is sustainable can be really difficult. Sustainability is the ratio of movement and indulgence that makes your body and mind feel best. I'm going to say that again. Defining what is sustainable for you is finding the ratio of movement and indulgence that makes your body and mind feel best. It's so important to be able to be proud of ourselves for our progress, but also be able to ease up and be proud of ourselves for allowing, giving ourselves permission to enjoy the things that we love. So let's let's say even after listening to this podcast and knowing all the little tips and tricks to have a successful holiday, you still show up at Thanksgiving dinner and you leave with your belt undone several notches, you feel horrible and bloated, and you completely overindulged. And now you are hit with that horrible side effect of guilt. In order to deal with that guilt, we have to remind ourselves that we are human and we're working on discovering our limits. you got to remind yourself that it's completely okay. It's okay to make mistakes. We are not perfect. And there is no... There's no rule to how you live your life. So even all this, even all this that you're listening to, take with a grain of salt because what works for me may not work for you. You got to remind yourself that it's okay. Remember to be prepared and to actually make a game plan for yourself the next time and just try to follow it. Just do your best. That's that's all you can do. You got to forgive yourself for overdoing it. In addition to that, I think if we shift the focus away from the scale, especially during the holidays, I mean, y'all already know how I feel about weighing yourself and hyper-focusing on numbers and inches and pounds. I think if we can focus on non-scale victories and weight-neutral goals for the holidays are going to be crucial to feeling like you can enjoy yourself without the guilt. So here are some non-scale victories that you can focus on. So things like moving your body a certain number of times during the week. Let's say you're listening to this right now and you have been waiting for that wake-up call to start moving your body, but you're kind of debating, well, the holidays are coming up, so I guess I'll wait until the new year. Don't. Just do it now, but start small. You don't have to start you know, a diet and uh, work out five days a week for an hour each session in order to be successful. What you can do is decide, you know what? I'm going to start walking one time a week for 20 minutes, and after three weeks, I'm going to bump it up to two times a week, and so on and so forth, and gradually just building up a habit, keyword there, bringing that back. So then in the new year, you're not having to start from scratch. And also, who needs the calendar in order to tell us when we should start going for our goals? And trust me, we'll, we'll dive into that topic another time. Another non-scale victory would be, you know, just even recognizing that you are doing things to break this cycle of feeling guilty and giving yourself permission to enjoy. That is a victory. Being able to say, this was the first year that I got to enjoy my holiday meal without beating myself up. I'm really proud of that. And just like, that's, that's a huge victory. In fact, I had, um, I have a client that I was talking to this morning and she was telling me um, her victory was putting the scale away after we had talked about um, kind of this fixation on this number. And she had actually shared 
this little tip with a friend. Hide the scale. It'll make you feel a lot better. And just focus on the progress that you're making outside of that number. And those types of things are truly in the long run going to help you maintain a healthier lifestyle overall than obsessing over a number, especially during the holidays where, newsflash, you might gain weight. Okay, so we talked about this guilty feeling after overindulging, but what about if other people are actually pushing that guilt on you? So for example, you are finally in a space where you are focused on non-scale victories, but grandma makes a comment at Thanksgiving dinner about, oh, that's that's a lot of food. Are you sure you're going to finish all that? Or commenting on, oh, I can't believe you're taking seconds. Wow. Just little snarky comments, and, you know, I've heard these over the years, too. I eat a ton because I move a ton. Prepare yourself for the possibility that someone might make a comment that feels like it pushes a button for you, especially when, you know, you're working on bettering yourself. People are always going to have something to say, whether it's well-intentioned or not. It, it affects you in a negative way. And so in order to be able to get through that, making sure that you are setting boundaries and standing up for yourself is really important. So have, have a game plan. Don't just go in expecting it to happen with no plan on how to respond. I mean, I'm a Scorpio, so my response is probably a little snarkier than some people would want to tolerate. But... You just have to find a response that's going to shut down negativity real fast. Remember that people will speak out of their own insecurities and maybe they're struggling with their own weight and they wish they had more self-control or self-love for themselves. They Maybe they are unable to give themselves permission to enjoy and it hurts them to see you enjoying your body and your meal. So just remember your bottom line. Create a response in order to shut it down so you can move on. doesn't have to be a big discussion. You can just say what you need to say and move on, walk away, do what you need to do. You do not need to punish yourself or work harder after the holidays. You do not need to budget your meal plan. You don't need to starve yourself or eat, you know, carrot sticks all week leading up to Thanksgiving just because you're worried about the excess of food. Especially, again, remember we talked about this, a deprivation mindset is going to cause you to binge. So it's better to listen to what your body needs and wants. I mean, and if you gain weight over the holidays, so what? Like, what is truly going to happen? What Would it really be so devastating for you that you would skip out on family time and enjoying some of your favorite food just because of a fear of, you know, maybe an excess pound or two? Your calories are not a bank account. It doesn't matter if you overdraw. It's okay. Like, you're going to have days where, you know, you overeat, but you don't need to eat like a rabbit to get your balance back into the positive. The standard messaging in a lot of fitness beliefs is that calories in, calories out, you know, eat eat less, move more. It's it's all about like hacking your body to lose weight the fastest. Which I understand why that's appealing. But ultimately, and this is what I want to share with you is that your life is far more enjoyable if you can find a balance between pushing yourself and challenging yourself to do things that are uncomfortable for you, but also reminding yourself that it is okay to enjoy and be comfortable in, in those moments, especially during the holidays. And if there's anything that I've learned over this, you know, pandemic, 
uh, and with my own personal experiences in this in these past two years outside of the pandemic is that life is so short. Make the most of what you have. Enjoy without punishment. With that said, I hope that you guys all have an incredible holiday season filled with lots of delicious food, lots of self-love, and lots of joy. Please remember to be safe, mask up, and as always, be bold. Be bold.